Good morning. June the 5th. Ooh, that's Al Green in the background. Let me turn that down. I didn't realize it was that loud. Love and Happiness. It's hilarious. I love that song. Love that song. <laughs> June 5th. Wow, I mean, God, the summer approaches. Um, going to be a lot happening this summer. I'm try to go to Texas, or I plan to go to Texas at the end of the year. And uh, visit family, and just kind of, kind of, kind of get the, kind of get a reboot, kind of get just a reboot of hanging around with with family members. Last I saw them was in was in November, so it's time to get down and just get the family energy and show them love and show them, you know, show them, um, you know, kind of just be in communication about what I've been doing and coming with a new good energy I, I i was coming off in november november was uh november was still kind of tough but it's still and it's also kind of blurry like i was filming in in new orleans and when you come out of new orleans you're kind of in a blur you're kind of in a in a really big blur but it's all good and the quote for today is to live the good life we have the potential for it if we can learn to be indifferent to what makes no difference. To live the good life, we have the potential for it. If we can learn to be indifferent to what makes no difference. I woke up this morning from uh I woke up I woke up at like five o'clock this morning and I felt great. I went to uh to a like a circle up meeting yesterday with uh with some men from my from my course that I had taken, or well, actually it was two men that were there. there. There was other men that have that have gone through similar things that I've done, and then there was and then there was um, just a great conversation with with a buddy of mine and about his life and what's going on with him, and being in communication with him about you know making choices about what it is that he really wants within his marriage, and. Um, what I learned from him is that when someone asks you a question and you know what you want, but you're not able to express it in, in clear black and white, you end up start you end up making shit up. You just end up start you make you start making up stories about if this goes this way, I'll accept that. If this goes this way, I'll accept that. If this happens, I'll accept that. And it just it's an ongoing creation of making up stories. You just make shit up. Right. And that's one thing I'm going to do today is I'm not going to make shit up today. I went to my first therapy session after so many years and I got to speak with someone and I was talking to them about how I was coming off, you know, a year of feeling like everybody was better off without me around. Like people are just life in general is just better without me around. And then I had this dream last night that I was back in Texas and I was visiting a, uh, uh, I was visiting a cousin and we were going to go out to dinner but I was super drunk in my dream and I couldn't I was like non-functioning but everybody wanted to hang out and see me and I was like all over the place and I saw my kid's mother and it was hilarious because this would never happen in a million years she was a waitress at this restaurant and I go uh, hey I just want to talk to you I, I, you know I wanted I wanted to be in community she goes oh I can't do that tonight because I'm going to be work, working all night and I thought she took it the wrong way like I wanted to go out with her or something 
So then in my drunken stupor, I start like following her around in my dream and hiding behind like bush to try to see her. And people are like, what are you doing? Anyway, I just, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a really hilarious dream that I need to write down because I'm in like a mall. Every time I turn around, the, the scenery changes. So I'm outside, I'm inside, I'm talking to homeless people and I'm like, can you help me figure out this level? I'm trying to get to this level. And every time I get to a level, there's, there was like a rich, super rich side with swimming pools and, and, and spiral stairways. And I just couldn't go down any of them. And then when I get, when this woman, really beautiful woman in a flowing robe, she's walking and she's like, I'll show you. And like her robe is flowing all the way to the, to the elevator. And I get in the elevator and it like shoots down. It's only two stories from where I was at. And it like goes down at 100 miles per hour. It, it, was, it was really a fascinating dream. But back to uh, don't make shit up. And even in my, in my dream, I was making shit up right there when I spoke with my therapist about that she was explaining she was like why are you making that up like what was it that caused you to make to create that and I was thinking about that like I couldn't pinpoint the moment that that happened that I wasn't wanted right I remember being young and I wanted to live with my mother and I've talked about this before she didn't want me to live with them because of the situation that she was in you know, she was with a man who was going through trouble, and I think she probably wanted to help him. She wanted to be there for him and help him, and she knew what that life was going to be like. And uh, she was having another kid, and it was it was just like it, that life wasn't for me. So that's why she wanted me to live with my grandmother. And then I just, and then when I would stay with them, I'd stay in, and I could never sleep in like my mother's room or anything. I couldn't be. I'd have to sleep on the floor in somebody else's room, and. Uh, and um, my grandmother, you know, when you're scared as a kid, I couldn't sleep with her because I moved around too much. So I had to, I, I, I was always like, from a young age, I think I probably made the decision like, man, people don't like me around them. You know, people don't like it when I'm, when I'm around. And then as I got older and I, and I ended up moving with my mom, I had to move out to different houses because I'd get into fights with my stepdad or I'd get into fights with my mother or whoever it was. And then I'd have to leave and go stay at somebody else's house until it came to the point where now you have to leave. It's time for you to go, and I have to go back. So I have to I go back into the cycle of going somewhere where I felt like people didn't even want me around. And then I'd go, and then I'd go on vacations, like summer vacations as a kid, and I'd love it, man. And people, and I remember there'd be moments where it's time for you to go, and I was like, damn, like y'all don't even want me around either. Like, and and I know people. People and, and aunts and uncles and stuff were going. They also had their issues and their their. I remember people going having fights and it was like, yeah, you got to go now. <laughs> like you got to go back home to a place where I felt like I wasn't wanted. And then I'd get back there, and then I became a teenager, and then it was the same thing, going back and forth. And then I get to high school, and I'm always in trouble, and they'd have to put me in a a, a private room because the kids didn't even want me around. The kid kids. High school kids didn't even want me around. High school kids wanted to fight me all the time because I was such an introvert and I couldn't. I didn't know how to be in communication with anybody. I didn't know how to tell people. I was a kid. I didn't know how to tell people, "Hey, I'm in pain. I'm hurting a little bit. Like, um, could somebody like leave me alone or give me a fucking hug or something?" That 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 didn't. That my brain didn't process that. My brain couldn't process that information. And then I guess as I got older, I remember leaving home. 
and I would come back to visit or I'd have to move back from college and uh, my little brother and little sister, they'd even say, look, leave, get out of it. We don't want you here. I remember mom defended me one time. She's like, that's your brother. You don't say that to your brother. If he needs a place to live, he's going to find a place to live. And that felt good. But still, the idea of your two little siblings saying, get out of here, you know, we don't want you around. And then when I went into college and then I'd get into relationships, or not even relationships, when I got into college, I felt like, no, these people don't want me around either. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of this, right? It turned, I think that's what ended up happening is the idea of these people don't want me around meant that I was unworthy of so much in my life. That I just didn't, I, I wasn't, even, man, I'm, I gotta be honest, even until like last year even, I was feeling like that. I, I mean, that's a really hard thing to shake in your life when you feel like you're not wanted by anybody, you know? Like, I told I told the story when I got, when I went through this horrible breakup after, do, after doing the, one of the most amazing accomplishments in my life and then I get dropped off. I get dropped off somewhere and it's like there's nobody around. You know, luckily my little brother lived, he was actually living in California like two hours away and picked me up one day. And and uh, it was just like, man, I, I, my point is, is I don't want any of you to make shit up like that. I don't want anybody to make up the idea or create the idea or create the conversation within yourself that you're not wanted. Because it's not real. And if you feel like you're not wanted, it's time to be of service to people that need your help. And I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about sending money to anybody and, oh, there I go, I serve my purpose. It's about walking out the door and how can you be of service to somebody? You can pick up trash on the floor and wherever you see it. That's being of service to the planet. There's a homeless person that you see that may, man, that may take that money and go buy a beer, but man, you can, you can offer to walk inside and buy him a coffee or something. You can volunteer your time to do something. Be of service to people that need to, to be on the phone, older people that just need to talk on the phone that don't talk to anybody, you know? Find a friend that needs to be in communication with you. Make yourself feel worthy. And I think that I'm lucky enough that I've gone through what I went through this year and last year to help me grow and understand that it's not the truth. What I made up and what I lived in for so long was not the truth. Although there were elements to it, right? There's there's elements to being in a, a toxic environment. Like my experience in my hometown of El Campo was toxic, right? It was full of chaos, a lot of people ended up going to jail that I know. A lot of people ended up getting hooked on drugs. A lot of people didn't get, didn't, didn't move forward in life, right? Houston was kind of the same way. Austin, we were, we were out of it. It was just like, you know, there was always this, these, I know that even a lot of my isolation that I had put myself through last year, even for many years, you know, just isolating myself in a realm of like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to have my little beers here and I'm going to sit by myself because I'm not bothering nobody. I'm messing with nobody. And with me saying that right there, I heard that happen, that conversation with my own father, who was very, 
No, he doesn't walk out the door because when he walks out the door, he gets in trouble. That was his that was his communication with himself, and he created that. Every time he walked out the door, he'd go and he'd talk to somebody's girlfriend and end up getting popped in the face, you know, but or end up creating an enemy because he was outgoing and super charming and 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 uh, yeah. But but today and every other day, man, I think I'm going to put that on my wall too. Don't make shit up. Don't make it. Don't make shit up. Like somebody's better off without you. Don't make shit up. Like you can't. People at work are talking about you. Don't make shit up. Like you're not worthy of love. You're not worthy of of success. Don't make shit up. Because you can you can do it. And don't. And if somebody tells you something, man, if if they're telling you something that's hitting you in a certain way, address it immediately. Like you said this about me. Why is it making me feel this way? And why do you think that? Right. For example, somebody had told me, I didn't see you being like, like making a bunch of money making films, but I see you like doing great. And it hit me some kind of way. And it was like, what, you don't see me that I'm going to be successful and make money. And and they, he was like, no, no, I just don't see you making like, like within that realm, it's going to make you like super mega rich. Like he didn't, he didn't, he says, I don't know many documentary filmmakers that are millionaires or something. And to that respect, it's like, you know, you're right. Like this work isn't, and this work that I do isn't about the money. This work that I do is about humanity. This work that I do is about is about you know sharing the sharing pockets of the world with other people, sharing stories with other people, being a storyteller, and, and within that, it feeds my soul. It makes me feel present, and that may be a very that may be sort of a, a selfish a selfish reason to do it, but without it, I don't. I'm not waking up. I'm not getting out of bed, and so from the good book. Let me find this. I read this this morning, and it, it was really good. I'm going to just read this whole paragraph, and I'm going to let you go. I'm going to read these three, actually. Four. No, I'm going to start, start here. One, two, three. Here we go. He often acts unjustly who does not do a certain thing, not only he who does a certain thing. Your present opinion, founded on understanding, and your present conduct, directed to social good, and your present disposition of contentment with everything that happens... That is enough. Wipe out imagination. Check desire. Extinguish appetite. Keep the ruling faculty in its own power. And I say that keep when when I say when I read wipe out imagination within the creators out there. It's not saying don't be. Um, that's exactly what I'm trying to say is don't make shit up. Don't make shit up in your life because if you start making up stories or if you live in a story right now. You're going to be stuck in that story. And I don't want anybody stuck in a story that, as long as I was stuck in a story. Because that shit sucks. It really does. And I'm sorry for cussing out there, the, old, the older people that listen to me. But listen, this is the truth. And it's my truth. And I love y'all. And I want, I want the best for everybody. So be healthy. Ooh, be helpful. Love yourself. And jam some Al Green if you need to jam some Al Green to get you out of bed and get you going. Nothing wrong. Being in love with somebody. There you go. All right. Be healthy. Be helpful. Love yourself. Go get it. Go attack the world.